This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Lean in to that Friday energy. Feels good. Warm bath. A scarf around Tommy Pretty Daddy DeCelestino's neck in those 20 degree days in New York City. A hug for whatever team out there is rejected when the college football playoff decision-making comes to an end after this weekend. Good morning, Tom. Happy Friday, pretty daddy. Good morning, Bill. Happy Friday to you. Great to great to see you, hear your voice. Uh, fun show planned today. Nick Costos, our buddy, is back, at least for me. I think I think Bogish and, and, and Nick got to hang out a little bit last week when I was on vacay. But I haven't hung out with the Costos in a few weeks, so we'll talk some gambling with him. We'll get into some of the big matchups. Niners-Eagles is the big one in the NFL this weekend. Obviously talk a bunch of college football by ourselves. We do have Bum of the Week. Is there any reason you could be Bum of the Week? I feel like you're overdue. No. No, no nomination for, for me today. I don't think there is either, which feels like a failure by me to pay attention. Uh, the phone number on the show is 855 855- Two one two four CBS Twitter sports writer sports R E I T E R. Look, I, I want to give the Dallas Cowboys their their flowers for beating the Seahawks in a really fun game last night. It's their flowers, okay? It's not a plaque that celebrates them forever on this season. Good win, big win, exciting football game, great Thursday night football game. Jury is still out on Dallas. We're not convicting them. We're not calling them phonies. We're not saying that they're, what are they now, 9-3 record is is farcical. I'm not saying that. Give them their flowers. But yesterday's win does not suddenly scream Dallas is for real. It continues the possibility, and the question will be answered in the weeks ahead. Lots of good things to celebrate for the Cowboys. Lots of good things. 41-35 win. Clutch win at the end. The Seahawks had a couple opportunities, had the ball a couple times in the fourth quarter to take that lead. And in one case, they they had the lead, had the chance to extend that in a way that would either make it really difficult for the Cowboys or put the game, if not out of reach, really two-possession game. Seahawks couldn't do it. Dallas' defense, which wasn't great, was ferocious and effective at the end of the game. Those things are important. And certainly, Dak Prescott was awesome. Cowboys tie an NFL record by scoring 40 points or more in four straight home games. They have now, Dallas won, 14 consecutive home games, so... Getting their record as high as they can to be at home as much as they can is obviously critical, and it's a nice win. You're down eight points with basically entering the fourth quarter. 
you're down for, for chunks of that fourth quarter. You find a way to win, to score points. And in a game where, for large stretches, there wasn't a single punt, if I've got this right, it looked like no defense could stop any offense. It was, it was Dallas's offense that got the best of, of, of Seattle in the end. Dak Prescott was awesome, and he, he is an MVP candidate. 21-41 last night, almost 300 passing yards, three touchdowns. Did not turn the ball over, did not throw an interception in his last six games. These are the flowers before we get to the reality, okay? It can be both. We've all dated before we got married. I've given many women in my life that I had romantic interactions with flowers. Doesn't mean I end up marrying them, okay? Not marrying the Cowboys, just give them the flowers. We'll see if they can earn a little more trust down the road. But flowers for now. Last six games, Dak Prescott, 20 touchdown passes, two interceptions. That's extraordinary. He's the ninth player, Dak, in NFL history, with 20-plus touchdowns and two or fewer picks in a six-game span within a season. Six of the previous eight quarterbacks who hit that mark won the MVP that season. He finished the month, Dak, with 16 passing touchdowns in November. Only four other times in NFL history when a quarterback had more in a single month. Tom Brady did it, 2007. Tony Romo, interestingly, and I think this applies to where we're going to go on this, did it in 2007, and Peyton Manning did it a couple times. Okay, great, great, great performance for Dak Prescott. Big win for the Cowboys. And I thought Dak accidentally made the point that I think is the takeaway from this game. The idea that they deserve some praise, but they have not shown that they are the real deal yet, to me, was somewhat encapsulated in Dak Prescott's really interesting comments to reporters after the win, after the game, when he talked about his view of our view. I understand nobody's opinion defines me, and um, that, that's the great part about life, and that's the great opportunity that we all have, that people can say whatever they want. But, but you know, I have the pen, I have the paper, and I'm the one writing, so um, because I'm playing as well as I am now doesn't mean that I'm going to stop, doesn't mean I'm going to listen to them now. Uh, appreciate them, but I don't care about their opinions right now any more than I did when they said that, you know, when they're, when they're calling for my spot. So, as I said, I'm blessed. Uh, this last year has been a reflection of that. A lot of great things have happened in my life, and they're going to continue to happen in my life because of my mindset and, and, and where, I, where I put the value of life. No one's opinion defines him. He's right including his own. The thing that will define him is the way that he plays and performs and the way the Cowboys play and perform over the next four regular season games. I am not yet convinced that the Dallas Cowboys are the juggernaut that their offensive stats, that their MVP, and I think should be MVP candidate, Dak Prescott would suggest, that their record suggests, that their spot in the NFC suggests. We told you yesterday how much how thoroughly this Dallas team over the years have failed to beat Dak in particular winning football teams. And you know, beyond Dak, including but beyond Dak, how little success the Cowboys have had in the postseason, including after really good regular seasons. See the Tony Romo stat we told you about November touchdown or touchdown passes in a single month. This was a big test of a game in theory because on the road, tough place to play under oh, excuse me, at home, under the under the big lights of a Thursday night football game. And a winning football team. 
Seahawks enter the game six and five, playoff competing football team. And I don't want to ding the Cowboys for beating a team and therefore downgrading the win, right? You want to win the game, but having lost, Seattle is now a 500 football team. They have lost three in a row and four of five. And the current form that they're in suggests that Seattle's start to the year was a little more of a mirage than it was proof of a really, really good football team. And they still almost beat Dallas. Seattle's a good team. They're not an extraordinary team. They're just, they're just not. And so for me, this is Dallas having only beaten bad teams before last night, now having beaten a mediocre team last night, and that means that I still don't know, and you still don't know, and Dak Prescott certainly doesn't know, nor do the people who are writing opinions about him, whether or not Dallas is capable of beating good football teams. Now, my inclination is to doubt them, because they have not beaten those teams with Dak Prescott as the quarterback again and again and again over the last several years. But I could be wrong. You can only beat the people that are in front of you. And that means the Eagles, who are next up for Dallas, and then the Bills, who, by the way, are not exactly a juggernaut, but are, are, they're not Arizona, they're not the Bears. Then the Dolphins, who are outstanding. Then a Lions team that have a pretty easy schedule between now and the end of the year. Play the Bears once and the Vikings twice, so should have some momentum and some confidence heading into that game. That will tell the tale of the Dallas Cowboys. That will tell us just how good and competitive they can be. Dak Prescott has been amazing. He closed that game. And he had to do it under the pressure of can they score a touchdown and win and win a game against a good team. I'm not sold that the Cowboys and their wins against bad teams earlier in the year and a mediocre Seahawks team yesterday translates to massive success. The offense for Dallas is amazing. The 40-plus points that they just keep scoring is, is astounding. Here's one takeaway that makes me doubt Dallas from last night. And yes, the history of the Cowboys 100% influences my thinking and my willingness to turn the flowers I'm giving them for their win last night into real commitment. Into that ring Pretty Daddy gave Mrs. D said when he got down on his knee and said whatever he said. I, don't, I want that story. I've never gotten that story. I'm not willing to commit to the Dallas Cowboys as a team I believe in yet. It's too early in the relationship. Haven't seen enough. We're in the honeymoon phase. I want to go through, through some hard times. And one thing about Dallas we saw last night is that much vaunted defense, which was highly rated entering the game, just the stats, the analytics, because they played and beaten bad teams, gave up 35 points to the Seahawks and to Geno Smith. And did not, in fact, that is a Seahawks team that set a bunch of records you don't want to set for Pete Carroll teams and just NFL teams for either scoring 35 points or more in a game, Pete Carroll teams, or not punting in a single NFL game, just in general. First time that losses were chalked up because the Dallas offense was that good, but also because the Dallas defense was not extraordinary. I don't buy the Dallas defense the way that a lot of people did a week or two ago. That Seattle team more or less had their way with them. And Geno Smith is not Dak Prescott. And had Geno Smith been able, in a couple of those final drives, to do more and be more, I promise you, we'd be having a very, very different conversation. So congratulations to the Cowboys. It's an outstanding win. But for those people, this includes me, who want to pronounce the Cowboys farces, paper tigers, we don't have enough information. You can't do it. But on the same, on the same wavelength, 
I've seen this today. People that want to raise their hands and say, I told you, aha, Cowboys are for real. We did not see enough last night. Cowboys almost unbeatable at home. Seahawks are mediocre. They're going to, if you look at their schedule, it's not easy. They're going to they're gonna be 9 or 8 or 8 and 9. This may not even at the end of the year. This may not even be a team that was over 500, which is that standard. It may or may not be a playoff team, which is that standard we're trying to judge Dallas by. We don't know. Jury's out. Uncertainty reigns with what the Dallas Cowboys are. Now, look, there's a lot of information to take in. How well Dak has played, the defense. It A 9-3 record is a 9-3 record. They're nearly invincibility at home. The credit you should get, whoever you're playing, and certainly against a Pete Carroll team, when you come back in the fourth quarter and you win and you go on, I think it was a 14-0 run to end the game, to get that victory. All those things, in fact, the history, I think, of Dak Prescott. So you got to take on the Cowboys. you got a prediction. You have a view whether or not America's team can live up to the standard of excellence that America brings, that label brings. We got you. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4CBS. Tom, when I proposed to my wife, right, when I was willing to make that commitment I won't make to the Cowboys, okay, we went back to Columbia, Missouri, where we met in college. Dated our last three weeks. We were friends, started dating the last three weeks. We were in Des Moines at the time. Drove down to Columbia, Missouri. Had the ring in my my pocket on the left side. I was so terrified she was going to know it was there. And we walked around the campus, and there was, um. this is not romantic, but as an idiot, I once in college asked two girls out at the same time to the same spot and forgot. And one of them was Lori. <laughs> <laughs> and I was in the bar where both girls... We're supposed to come. My buddy sort of put this together and made it. So I ran outside to run away like a real champion. And they both they both arrived at the exact same time, like 100 yards down the way waving. So I won't tell that story now. Lori sure loves it. I hope she's not listening. But the, but I basically walked to Lori and not the other girl, although I eventually dated the other girl. Let's not get into the details, okay? Let's not get into the details. I married Lori. I love Lori. <laughs> I mean, what is going on here? So the tree where I walked to Lori was the place like, okay, I'm going to propose here because we always joke. All right. So we're circling the campus years after me asking two girls out of the same place. Let's not talk about that. And we get to, and I'm so nervous, and I don't even know. Like we're walking, right? We're like we're like three blocks from the tree. I'm going to propose, and I'm nervous. My heart's beating. And I didn't think I'd be nervous. I knew, hey, I knew Lori would say yes because we loved each other, and I'm a hell of a catch, right? I mean, let's go. I I was so confident, and then the minute I started to the walk, I was just, I look up at the tree. I don't know. I just go, hey. Those leaves are pretty cool on the tree, aren't they? And Lori turns and goes, what? I don't know. You ever think about leaves? And she's like, are you okay? We get to the tree that I'm supposed to propose under. It's gone. It's a new building. They built a whole new building. It's gone. That was my romance. But I did get down on a knee and say some romantic stuff. You have no idea what you said, though. I do. I, I know. What, I don't remember I do. what I said. I do. I have no idea what I said. I've never, I've never told her, but I did tell her, like, as part of the proposal, I want you to be the mother of my kids. Good that, for you. That went well, yeah. Yeah, nice. I have no idea. I you just don't. said a bunch of words. I don't even know if I said them in the proper order. I got I got down on a knee, though. As did I. As did I. Uh, you'll love this. We did it at a lighthouse down the shore. I you was did? scared out of my mind. Did you say you're the beacon? You're the, you're the, you're my lighthouse? No. Well, I can't confirm that because I have no idea Got what it. I said. But Got I was very, like voice trembling, nervous. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure. I, I mean, I was not in a state of, of utter confidence. It's a nerve wracking thing. Did you tell anybody? So I told a couple people because my buddy Jeff 
So we had a dinner reservation at the nicest restaurant in Columbia, which is now closed. But every, every, everything I touched, just <laughs> not my marriage, that's great. But yeah, was it called Tellers? I don't know what it was, what it was called. And I had a, um, a, 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 I had like four dozen roses delivered to the table. Wow, we, look at you. They didn't fit on the table. <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't see each other. It was a tree. Everything about this is perfect. So I told my buddy Jeff... And he sent a bottle of Dom Perignon. I don't know how to say Is it Perignon? Dom Perignon. <laughs> I don't know for sure, but I'm going to guess no. Yeah. Uh, and then, so I'd never had that before. So that was like, oh, this tastes like money. I'll never have it again. Then when we left the restaurant, I had to, because I had the roses delivered, I had to carry them. So I'm carrying this bush. This, and every, we're, we're walking like four blocks to our hotel. And everywhere we went, people in restaurants stood up and were, were cheering. It's all been downhill since then. Just kidding. No, everything's great. <laughs> that is a perfect story. Yeah. Tree was the tree I proposed threw me to. I was like, what the hell? Do I go inside of the computer that's I think there's a computer station where the tree's supposed to be. Who moved the tree? Where is the bleeping tree? So anyway, it takes a lot for me to commit. I'm not committing to the Cowboys just yet. Uh, uh-oh, Lori's texting me. Eight, uh, I don't want to read that right now. 855-212-4CBS if you got to take on the Cowboys or you just want to hear more love stories. We'll give you some of those. Actually, we've got a love story of a kind because a, a, a father's relationship with a son is important. And LeBron James made a decision about his, about his son that, that puts his team first. And I think I have a view on LeBron skipping a Lakers game to see Bronny's debut that's wrong. But I'll give you my honest sort of knee-jerk reaction. And... LeBron's also got a controversy brewing involving gambling that could be problematic. So it's it's the yin and the yang of LeBron James next here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich, the step back three, you bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He's Bill Ryder, and he's always right. Can sex heal? You think scientifically? I'm going to go with yes, but I choose not to elaborate on that. All right, here's my question then. Would that not make people who partake in that kind of activity, including those who do it for money, physicians? A kind of healer. I can't connect those dots. No. No. 
No. It's writer than you on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back into the show. I ran that by my buddy Reed yesterday. I was really, I'm interested in that question. And he goes, what are you talking about? I go, I asked Tom. He goes, on, and he says, on the air? And I said, oh, yeah. And there was a long pause. And he said, you're interesting, man. I don't I think he agree. meant as a compliment. I don't think he meant as a compliment, but he should have. He should have. All right. It's a Friday. We got Bum of the Week coming up. We got great energy. I have a double LeBron James story. I have two different. They're actually totally different. There's a positive one of sorts, right? With a question. And there's a negative one with a question. Which one do you want first, Tom, in this segment? You, pretty daddy, are the chooser. It's Friday. Let's lean into optimism here. Okay. So LeBron's son, Bronny, plays at USC. And as many of you know, had a cardiac event in the summertime where he was okay but could not have been. It was very fortunate he was at a place where there were medical staff around. It could have been a very, very different story, a very different reality. Life-threatening difference. He has been cleared to return. He's going to be playing again, and he'll make his debut in college soon. LeBron James obviously plays for the Los Angeles Lakers. They are in season. They are... Inconsistent right now is the word. They're 11-9. They lost by 44 points to the Sixers recently, but they are in the play-in, or play-in, excuse me. They're in the the knockout phase, eight remaining teams of the in-season tournament in the group stage. They went undefeated. So they've got some highs and some lows. Without in them, without LeBron, they're not very good. LeBron dropped this, I think, bombshell yesterday about his plans to see his son play regardless of his team obligations. Looking forward to his first game whenever whenever he's cleared and whenever he's ready to have his first game. Um, I already told my teammates um, that if they play on the same day we play, then I'm going to have to catch them next game. So yeah, I told you I'm, I told you I'm going to play. Uh, family over everything, champs. I love y'all. Uh, I definitely got to see Ronnie's first you know, his college game uh, whenever he's cleared and ready to go. I'm not going to lie. My first reaction was the same reaction to one of the guys in the uh, – huh? Okay, family does come first, and I'm not, I'm going to have a perspective on this, but I'm not so emotionally or, or intellectually or self-righteously bound to it that I think it matters. Like, LeBron can do what he wants. It's not a big deal, I think, in either direction. The margin of, of error is minuscule. I, you and I had different reactions to this, Tom. My first reaction is I get it. You and I both have kids. LeBron had to worry about losing his son, which there's no greater fear on the face of the earth. He wants to see Bronny play in his debut. I, I get it. Play for the Lakers. You're the leader of the team. It's a part of the obligation. I I don't... Maybe you can build it into some kind of load management. I don't love it. I don't love it. That I think I'm probably wrong, I'll, but that is my reaction. Given everything LeBron and his family have gone through the past four months... With Bronny going through that cardiac arrest, I'm good with it. This would have bothered me had it not been for that medical episode. LeBron was probably going to do this anyway. That, that, that's what I was going to ask you. I, yes. Given yes. the circumstances, though, of these last few months, this does not bother me one bit. All right. There are a lot of games. There are overlap games, right? There's a lot of games where, where this could happen, and, and it's not – a guarantee they're going to rush him back. He's got to get informed. Let me ask you this, and I guess I could ask Andy. I kind of know him. Andy Enfield is the is the coach at USC. If you're Andy Enfield, wouldn't you at least consider 
because courting someone like LeBron is really important. Just happening to schedule Bronny's debut when the Lakers aren't playing. Yes, in all caps. Yeah. Because if you can win Andy Enfield over in the long term, right? If you're, excuse me, if you can win LeBron James over, if you're Andy Enfield in the long term, that benefits you. Maverick Carter, Rich Paul, all those guys just ha- having a good view of you. Um, let me let me put a bow on this because I want to get to the other side of this LeBron story. I think you're probably right. It's just, it's just my reaction. It's just, it's just the sort of the way that, and you and I make, I think I'll have to check the numbers a lot less money than LeBron, in in our careers. For me, I can confirm that on my side of things. As my daughter says, as our same. When did same become a thing? <laughs> I don't know, same. but it's funny. <laughs> yeah, same. I like it better than correct. Um, and nonetheless, I was taught in radio that you come to work. Now, if you get 400 days of vacation, you take those. But like when you're sick, you come to work. And, and I have certainly taken a few days, but I, I have done radio shows where I've been, this is gross, coughing, like coughing up blood because my, my throat was sore. You have a similar approach. You were in the hospital, what, a year ago? And, and you were okay, but you came the next day even though we implored you not to? You were literally in the hospital. Were you in the hospital overnight? I was. I was. And you guys didn't want to see me the next day. I wanted you to rest and be okay. And so I'm not, I'm not, and this is different, right? LeBron's doing it for his kid. I, I just, I guess my instincts in my business, and I know it's the same in the NBA, is, is you go to work. But you're probably right. I'm probably wrong. Hopefully in the end field we'll just solve it for everybody and schedule the debut when USC and, 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 and the Lakers do not coincide. And I need to look more thoroughly at the schedule. Maybe there's a situation where the Lakers play on a on a Saturday night, or right, and there's a Saturday day game, or, and, and and they can kind of work out a double. A more serious story that I'm probably going to air on the now sort of boomerang back is Maverick Carter, who I know to a degree is the they've labeled him as manager. That's not what he is in, in media reports. Maverick Carter in the in the group of people who are a part of LeBron's orbit. And these aren't hangers-on. These are part of his business operations, right, is the most important. Maverick Carter is his business partner, not his business manager. Impressive guy, smart guy, runs a lot of his operations, including his television operations, was not the target of an investigation. This is a clear, clear important distinction. But nonetheless, there was a targeted investigation of an illegal bookmaker, bookie. Maverick Carter, one time, was reportedly by the Washington Post in interviewed as part of the investigation toward the bookie and admitted to making bets on numerous NBA games and, I think, importantly, claims he, because it, it is a crime to lie to a federal investigator, to if federal law enforcement official. You lie to the FBI, that's a crime. Okay. So he doesn't remember, he claims, if he bet on Lakers games. This is the potential. I have a, a lot of thoughts. One, it's totally unacceptable. Unacceptable. Five to $10,000 a game. You cannot, if you're Maverick Carter, you cannot use a bookie to bet on games. And I would argue that the reason, almost certainly, that he used a bookie was not because he's in California where it's illegal to gamble, but because it's secretive. If you go to Vegas, they're going to know who you are. And that's going to be a story. You can't be doing You can't be doing this. I do think it's a significant story. I don't think it will be significant. I don't think the NBA will make anything of it because LeBron is too important. I think they want him to own the team, ironically, in Las Vegas when that happens. And I also don't think LeBron is to blame. 
Like, if there are consequences here, if there was the right reaction, even overreaction, it would be, I think, on Maverick Carter, not allowed to have access to the Lakers games, not allowed. But but that's not going to happen. Maverick's going to get a pass because of his relationship to LeBron James. For me, Tom, it's significant, but I don't think it reflects at all on LeBron James. You cannot control what the people around you do. There's no chance in hell LeBron James would ever, ever, ever do anything other than win a basketball game by as many points as possible because he's a competitive animal. This is, I think, Maverick Carter, for, and he's worked hard to get where he's gotten, forgetting that, yes, some rules apply to you. You are not untouchable even if you live in an untouchable world. I think it's a significant story that will go nowhere. In a perfect world, what would happen to Maverick Carter if he didn't have the relationship he has with LeBron? Yeah, I, I think, well, I think even if Adam Silver had a little more, I mean, Adam Silver's going to make the calculation LeBron's, Goodwill, and not just that. Rich Paul is now one of the most powerful people in the NBA. Rich Paul is the is the guy that runs that agency, Clutch Sports. He has influence over numerous players. He is a power player in the NBA. You don't want to alienate him if you're Adam Silver, because then you alienate a lot of star players. And Adam Silver's worked really hard to get along with the players, so in collective bargaining agreements, they can get what they want. They can do in season tournaments, and there isn't a strike or a shutdown. So. I think if none of those pressure points applied, if Adam Silver just did what should be done, if this were the business partner of, uh, insert some low-level all-star, I think there'd be a forceful denunciation. I think there'd probably be some kind of a press conference or press release. And I think there would be a quick, like, the player involved had nothing to do with this, but this is unacceptable. It's been confirmed. It's been confirmed by Adam Mendelson, who's a sort of spokesperson extreme for LeBron's folks. Uh, this individual Maverick Carter is no longer allowed on NBA properties or facilities for two years. To have any connection with NBA, can't be on a team plane, can't be at games, can't be at practice for two years. That is the penalty that I would... Because you have to... You have to send a message so that the other people out there in the world don't do it so you don't eventually cross into real problems. For me. What was your first reaction when you saw it? Because to me it's bad. I thought it was going to be a lot bigger of a story than what it is today. I think it's getting downplayed a lot, and you nailed it. It's because of his relationship with LeBron. But I thought this was going to be one of the biggest stories, even on a football Friday. I did too. And it's just kind of, it's kind of gone. It's kind of gone. It has gone absolutely nowhere. All right, we've got some football to get to. Pac-12 championship game tonight. You know what we're going to do? We're going to rank in order, which games we most want to watch from the games that will impact the college football playoff rankings. First of those games is tonight, so we'll get into a little college football talk. We'll probably just try to squeeze in some NFL as well. But ranking our excitement level for each of the conference championship games coming up after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... 
you deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame, two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medellin, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. He's Bill Ryder, and he's always right. You got worried this morning. You didn't hear from me. You sent me an, an SOS text. My version of an SOS. Yeah, it was a GIF that I believe said, you okay, bro? Yeah, I normally get a text from you bright and early. Yeah, felt like you didn't deserve it today. It's Writer Than You on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, come on. You cut off the, I'm just kidding, you're the best. I didn't hear any of that. Selective editing. Shame on you. It's possible. Shame on you. All right. Uh, big weekend of college football coming up. In fact, this is a, an, a, an endless debate. Does a Friday night count as the weekend? I think it does. Yes, absolutely. Who's telling 5 you that? 5.01 p.m. weekend. Who is telling you that it doesn't count? Oh, that's a whole thing out there. I've had this conversation before. Oh, my goodness. Friday night might be the best part of the weekend. Friday night's better than Saturday night. So, I agree. He's got the most time. So, all right, here's, here's what we're going to do. We're going to just include tonight's pack. Can we call it the Pac-12 and not the Pac-2? For one, for one weekend, Pac-12. By the way, this is the end. This, this is, is the end. This is the very last game. It's crazy. So, that's a great game. Oregon-Washington, the winner is unequivocally in. Would you agree the winner is unequivocally in? Absolutely. No way the Pac-12 gets shut out. That might be the only game that guarantees the winner a berth. I was not getting in if they beat Michigan. Alabama, I think, should get in if they beat Georgia. But I don't think that that is a lock. Obviously, Oklahoma State's not going to play in the college football playoff. And Louisville's not playing if they beat Florida State. Florida State may not even play if they beat Louisville. So let's rank... I'll give you mine, and you give me yours. The ones we're most excited about. You ready? I'm actually, well, okay. I'm most excited about the SEC game. Wow, okay. I didn't expect that right off the bat. How's that a surprise? Yeah. Really? Yeah, we disagree already. Good. (laughs) I mean, I I think Alabama can, can beat Georgia, and I am on pins and needles to watch this game, and to see the chaos that ensues if Georgia loses. So that's that's one for me, okay? Number one, SEC game. Number two, Pac-12 game. Would be higher to be the best game potentially, but the thing is there's no question about whether or not the winner advances. And so it, it downgrades a little bit the excitement as someone who doesn't have a, a vested interest in either team. I'm also kind of a, I'm a sucker, I'm a homer for, for Saban. I, I'm a Saban guy. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Big Ten next. In part, but I'm also from Iowa. Even though I can't stand Kirk Ferentz half the time, I am from Iowa. My parents went to the University of Iowa, our Hawkeyes, and it would be amazing if Michigan lost that game. They're probably not gonna lose that game. I know that it's hard to win a game six to nothing. That's the Hawkeyes' best path to victory, or six to three. 
But I'm excited about that game. Fourth, I'm going to go the ACC only because I think Louisville can win that game. And I'm least interested in Texas-Oklahoma State because I don't think Oklahoma State has a great chance. And I don't know how significant Texas, Texas winning is only significant if several other things happen. This really summarizes our relationship. We have not one game in the same spot. Okay. Not a single game. I have the Pac-12 first. I am most excited for tonight. I really? think this game, I have watched a lot of Pac-12 after dark. I have stayed up and watched a lot of Washington football. I love Michael Penix Jr. I think if they win tonight, he is your Heisman Trophy winner. I don't think the Huskies' defense is getting enough credit. Listen, I'm not a gambling guy. I don't make spreads like our buddy Nick Costos, who's coming up next. I'm stunned that this spread is as big as it is. I think this game is more of a 50-50 game. Start betting. I think, Start putting your money down. I think that Washington could absolutely win this game. I think this will be the best game of the weekend. I got SEC second because I'm with you. Just for the chaos, I think Alabama is capable of winning. I don't think that they will. But for the chaos factor, I'm with you. It makes this I'm, game so interesting. I'm going to go on a limb and say I think Alabama wins. I think Alabama wins. Wow. Play it on Monday if, if they win or if they don't. I think Alabama wins the football game. Wow, you went there. Yeah. Saban's record in SEC championship games and the history and the number of times that Alabama have, in effect, entered this game with a little bit of a stain on their record and have been downgraded a bit either in the line or the perception and then have just gone about doing what they always do in winning is consistent enough that I think it levels the playing field. There's a historical reality of Nick Saban football teams in this exact situation that I think levels the playing field and I know Georgia's outstanding and this isn't exactly science but it's really hard to win back-to-back national championships. Things trip teams up that you don't expect all the time. And this would be three-peat for them. Yeah, you're right. Oh my god, it would be. Back well, there to you back go. to back. Well, then it's impossible. That is science. <laughs> I don't go. I don't go more than one year back in my brain, Tim. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I can barely remember what I had for breakfast today. There are all kinds of times where I'm trying to remember who won a World Series or or a Super Bowl two or three years ago, and it, I sit there for ten minutes and I won't look it up. I don't know how people can just have that like stored in the back of their brain and be like, "Yeah, 1991, this this team won. 1997, this team won." Like, I I don't remember. All right, who's number three for you? Do we, we get to three yet? We are at three right now. I'm going to okay. go ACC. Just, what? Just for, what? I don't think either of Why? these teams are particularly good. Because if Florida State loses, that causes chaos. Dude. Yes, it causes I mean, chaos. Honestly, I almost put the Mac ahead of this. Miami no. versus Toledo. If Florida I'm State kidding. loses, we got a lot of chaos on our hands. Because the committee told us already if they win, they're a lock. There's no way Florida State is winning. I don't think they're a lock. What's the if scenario? If the people that have been on are to be believed. If they barely win in a bad game, they don't look competitive, Alabama wins and Texas wins, I think there's a, I think there's a path forward for bumping Florida State. Undefeated Florida State. Yeah. Wow. I don't see that. I don't see that. Uh, I got the Big 12, number four. Number four. Yeah. Just because I think there's a, a 
greater percentage chance. Do the Big Ten last? Yeah, they're playing Iowa. Michigan's playing Iowa. Iowa's wow. going to score three points. Wow. Yeah, maybe they win 3 nothing. I mean, the, Iowa's defense is very good. It they is are. very good. They are. It's hard for me to get excited about Iowa, though. It would just be for all the karma and all the drama and all. I, I know Iowa is, has no chance. They have less. Would you agree that Iowa has the worst chance of any of the underdogs? Yes. What's the line on that game? I haven't even looked. It's got to be over 14. Has to be. But it would be amazing if Iowa got it done. It would be amazing if chaos rained down on Harbaugh. I am seeing 21 and a half. No, it's not. Yes. and the over- I would bet on Iowa to cover that, by the way. The over-under is only 34 and a half. That's why I bet on Iowa to cover that. <laughs> They're telling you they think Iowa's going to score about seven points max. It is crazy how bad Brian Ferentz is as the offensive coordinator at his job. And this is it. He's gone. He's not coming back. Yeah. What are you going to miss more, Brian Ferentz or the Pac-12? I'll, I'll, Pac-12. Wow. I just answered it. Yeah, the Pac-12. Yeah, I'm, I'm sad I really Pac-12. do enjoy the Ferentz storyline, though. I really got into that the last two seasons. My parents probably don't want me to tell this story. And I think it's unfair to assess any human being by a single interaction. I think I'm a nice guy, but I'm not a nice guy in airplanes. Not that anyone wants to know me. But if somebody did want to talk to me on an airplane, I remember I'll never, I once snapped at a, at a really nice guy from Texas on an airplane once, and I felt bad about it for 10 years. I was tired. I was grumpy. Here's what happened. You ready? Sir, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I was sitting there on like two hours sleep. I was flying to some damn NBA game. I missed my kids. I had been upgraded to first class, so I got a coffee before the flight. And, I, and uh, 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 I mean, this is me being a jerk. There's no redeeming. I was just tired. And a guy goes, hey, I can't do a Texas draw. Older gentleman, Stetson hat, like 50. Hey, do you want some coffee with your sugar? And I go, I didn't ask your opinion on how I drink my coffee. Oh, Silence. no. Silence the rest of the flight. Oh, no. I felt bad. I still feel bad. Sir, I'm sorry. So you can't make an assessment on a human being based on one interaction. However, I will say this. My parents are huge Iowa fans. Went to Iowa. Love Iowa. Went on a Iowa-themed cruise. An Iowa Hawkeye cruise where the coaching staffs are all there. Kirk Ferentz is there. My parents bump into Kirk Ferentz in the hallway of a cruise they paid for. And they go, hey, coach, how's it going? And then they're telling he was very rude. That is a totally unfair reason to make any assessments on anybody. But it also stuck with me. It's like, hey, Kirk, you can be rude to my parents on a cruise, but you can't hire your kid then. You know what? No, I'm not giving Kirk Ferentz the out there. It's an Iowa-themed cruise. Kirk right. is there for a reason. Right. Don't leave your room if you don't want to talk to exactly. Iowa Exactly. Like, it's not yeah, just yeah. like a random situation where your, your folks saw Kirk Ferentz out in public. Right. I, I mean, I'm with you. And my parents are extremely chill. Especially my dad. So, like, for my dad to be offended by anything, yeah, it's you know pretty what? difficult. No, I'm not. I'm not giving Coach an out for that one. I give a bit of an out because I was such a jerk on that airplane to that guy. And if I could track, if if I could track that guy down right now, I would call and apologize. I'm a jerk I have felt all bad the time. about that for. I have felt bad about that for, literally, dude, for ten years. Nah, move on. You're fine. People do worse things every day. It was pretty. I was so. I didn't ask your opinion on how I do my. I was so loud. I was just so. Just directed all my anger about other stuff at that poor, 
He's just trying to make talk with some fast-talking kid from Iowa. Listen, this is what I tell myself every time people ask me for directions in New York City. As I walk away after I say, I don't know, when I clearly do know, I just say people do worse things every minute of every day. I got to tell you, you using yourself as an example to make me feel better does not make me feel better. You using yourself as an example why I, I, I should give myself a pass will mean I cannot give myself a pass. You are ridiculous, buddy. Why? <laughs> yeah. Why? People Ridiculoso. Snap. People have bad days. Ridiculoso. My point of all this is I kind of root against Kirk Ferentz, but, I, but it's my home state of Iowa. And and I have always had sort of walked that balance. And his son completely undermining a state, a program. Oh, I mean, that, think of that Iowa team if they had a if they had a, a, a dynamic. If they just went out and they hired. And Kirk Ferentz is remarkably connected in the NFL. I know his agent well. He's friends with with all kinds of NFL GMs and coaches. He's connect right. So it would behoove you if you were a very talented young offensive coordinator to go work for Kirk Ferentz for two or three years, turn that offense into a juggernaut. You're going to get jobs. You're going to get coaching jobs at the college level, or you're going to get ins and work your way up at the NFL level. So the fact he hasn't done is I find highly frustrating and offensive. How do we not agree that SEC is the best? I mean, that dude, that is – because that game you don't – you don't know if Alabama wins. What what happens? You put two two schools in from that conference. Zero. I think the committee's already told us. I think it'd be zero. I don't want to believe it because if they have the, t- the committee's told us they're idiots. Uh, all right, let's talk to our guy Nick Costos. Talk some some NFL gambling next on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.